Welcome back to the Nothing Left to Make Sense of podcast. I'm Ben, and with me as always... Alexis. That's right. I thought I would try a new little intro that's a little bit more energized. What do you think? <laughs> Screaming our excitement. Yes. Well, oh, welcome man. back. So, yes, welcome back. Um, this week has been interesting. How have you felt? Um, it's been pretty awful. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> well, what I, what I tell people, cause some people have been very nice and asking like how I'm doing and I'm trying to reach out to people as well. But, um, it's like, I appreciate all the humor and the memes that we're going to talk about in a moment that is being found around the election because otherwise it would just be like anxiety and dread, but it's like, we're having fun with this ridiculous thing that I mean, really is terrifying but you know at this point yeah. everyone's like it is what it is yes and oh we i guess we should say it's election week oh yeah it's election or it should week. have been election night and it has been dragged into the week mm-hmm. i was hoping by the time we had this podcast they would have figured it out by now but nope it's saturday uh morning november 7th and yes. still in basically the same place as well, I mean, you know, the states have been flipping a little bit. That's always yeah. fun, but it's pretty much still <laughs> same thing. How are you feeling, Alexis? I am anxious. Mm-hmm. I have never been on my phone so much. I've never watched CNN so much. <laughs> I keep waking up in the middle of the night. I, I feel like it's every day the next day is Christmas. You know how, like, you have that really rough sleep before yeah. Christmas? like oh man I just can't wait to get up in the morning and like see what's downstairs and it just keeps happening right and I'm just like I just want to wake up and it be done <laughs> no I, I get you some some days I wake up and it's like oh that's good news but some days it's like well here we're still here yeah we're in um a loop yeah we're Groundhog day. we're in a time just... loop or happy death day yeah oh no <laughs> My preferred version. <laughs> yes. What are we doing wrong? What do we need to do to yeah. end the loop? We need to figure that out. Um, listeners, send us your ideas. <laughs> what did we do? <laughs> yeah. It was funny. I seen a, a meme about um, Wolf Blitzer telling everyone that Joe Biden just needs 270 to win the election. It's like the eighth day of this going on. We know yeah. how, we know the rules of the game. Yeah. And we know what needs to happen. You guys are the ones who are just holding out on us. So Right. At this point we know that Nevada is six electoral votes. We we know like all the counties that are voting everywhere. Yes. <laughs> just met, make it over. Yes. And I've like I was telling you, have done a deep dive into this because I was just so confused. Like I mm-hmm. I think when we started the uh, podcast, I was like, I don't understand it and I need to look into it. It took me three days into the election results <laughs> to look into it. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about that today. Yes. And also, fun fact, CNN has like this create your own electoral college map. So you can just play with the states. If oh. You I mean, it doesn't do anything for anyone, but. It's just fun. Yeah, I guess you could be like, if this votes, if this state voted this way. Oh, I get you. Yellow. Yeah, I've seen. Yellow. Oh, yellow. <laughs> Which is like a. Nobody gets it, you know. Like a tie? Like a runoff? Or like a well, third party? Like, yeah, or just like empty and you can decide. Gotcha. You can, make it, you can make it, it's really weird. I don't know. You can like 
figure out how many different ways a president can win the stakes to win the election. Okay. Which, again, doesn't help anyone. No. I mean, I have seen more helpful than that. I have seen the, like, posts that are, like, if everyone under, or how everyone under 30 voted. And it, like, does show those trends of, like, like, it when it was, they also did the breakdown of, like, um, white men, white women, white men under this age, college educated white men, and like it's always red except I think like the one, just all women, which including people of color was blue, and then people of color of all kinds, men and women, everything was all blue. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. Very sad. But I do know that that only is like a survey of 15,000 people, so I know a lot of people are mm. But just to kind of ground us, that was only fifteen thousand. A very like. Okay, it was small. small. Yeah. Gotcha. So. But that's how but statistics still, work. <laughs> to find yes. a, you have to find a trend with your sample size. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. True. We get Math. that. Right. We get there are people who are like, I'm black and I voted Trump. It's like okay, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Like don't say it any louder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But we, we know you exist. Yeah. <laughs> we deal with you on a daily basis. Um, <laughs> exactly. But in fun pop culture news. Yeah, let's talk about some things. Um, I, I don't even know how this popped up. Like, YouTube's algorithm is very funny, and I don't understand it. But I started watching this, like, series on Grindr's YouTube page about old gay men, and it's just, like, them reacting to stuff. So it's kind of like the React videos but just old gay men <laughs> reacting to stuff. And it's so wholesome and fun. Yeah. And it just, I was crying at some points because they also talk about, like, their lives and their friends and, you know, lessons they've learned. It was just, like, it just made me warm inside. That sounds weird, but you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> it made me it made me happy. Um, yeah. That's nice. So that was something fun going on. And then also, like, you were mentioning all of the election memes. <laughs> There's so many good ones. All the ones of, like, Nevada trying to count. And (laughs) there's, like, um, when Georgia and Pennsylvania switched over and everyone's, like, uh, the real heroes. Oh, I saw one that I need to send you. I know you don't love Avengers, but someone took the time for that whole endgame scene (laughs) with, like, everyone's political faces photoshopped on. Yeah, but then Sean Connery was in there. And Elon Musk. Right, I was that ruined it for me. I was like, I was so doing? mad about those two. I think, I think, I still by the end of it was like, okay, that was still really good. But yeah. I get the joke that like Elon Musk is basically Iron Man. It, oh, is that what it was? Yeah, but like, just don't put him in there. Yeah. Don't make the joke because we don't want to see it. <laughs> yeah. No. Boo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but no, I did see that. That was funny. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice to see all the women. I think Sean Connery is in there because he just recently passed away, but I don't know yeah. what he has to do with anything because he was pretty, I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but he was interesting. I'll just say that. Yeah, I think it was. interesting point of views. <laughs> uh, I don't actually know his point of views, but I definitely don't know why he would belong there either way. He was just okay with um, hitting women. Oh, well, that's <laughs> awful. <laughs> <laughs> so by interesting, I mean terrible, but... Again, I don't want to speak ill of the dead. You do whatever you need to do, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I get that he died recently, but I'm like, other people have died recently, and you could have picked one of them or anyone else. Whoever made it was 
they were on track except for those two fakes. Those two fakes. <laughs> but, you know, two strikes, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, yeah, no, that was funny. Um, dang, what was my favorite one? Or do you have a favorite or would that be your favorite? Um, that was just so impressive. I really like... I really like any of the ones that are like um, people trying to convince Nevada to like finish their voting. Like there's just too many there, but just that general theme, I'm probably going to laugh no matter what. <laughs> um, let me see. What else was there? I saw, I like, oh, go ahead. I liked the one where saying like Nevada, like Kanye West one, and they just don't know how to tell it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That was great. I saw that one. I saw, you know that song, You're About to Lose Your Job? That. Um, yes. I saw... <laughs> As if Jonah. Biden played that and, like, everyone dancing to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. The internet, as much as it's a terrible place, it also brings me so much joy. Oh, yeah. It does. I was cracking up. I seen one that I didn't want to post on my Instagram because it's none of nobody's business. But you know how Donald Trump was saying, like, stop the count? Yes. And it was one with a scale. <laughs> a picture of a scale and I was like oh yes stop the count let's just take a break yeah um, I like that it was like the I don't this wasn't even really a meme but that uh, Trump advisor had to explain to him that if he stopped the count right now he would lose and that uh, when and then Trump's follow up was like well I didn't actually mean stop the count and the advisor explained well when you said stop the count people <laughs> thought you meant in fact stop the count <laughs> What did the person say he meant? He just said he didn't mean that. I, 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 I don't think it's said in that tweet, but I assume, like, Donald saying that, thinking, like, oh, uh, we need to, like, monitor this because it's all fraud. And I'm like, no. Uh, um, yeah, there's a ton out there. I'm trying to think of as many. I mean, there's one that you were going to talk about that was related to oh, the, yeah. all the CNN reporters. That we're watching more than ever. <laughs> yes, and people are like, am I losing it? Like, is he sexy? <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, I I mean, I, I personally am a Jake Tapper fan because Same. he's just funny. He doesn't hold back. He's just like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, I just watched a video of him explaining to someone that the Muslim person mm -hmm. swear in on the muslim bible which i'm the quran the quran thing i was gonna say that but i was like i don't want to yeah yeah quran. but the quran and he's just like no no he would have to swear in on the christian bible and he's like what are you talking about? <laughs> he's like yeah. yeah because you're a christian that's why you chose the right. bible and it's just so great and i've just been i've been watching cnn probably too much um oh for sure and he, yeah, he's funny. I also, Chris Cuomo's funny. And I find him attractive, which is weird to say. <laughs> Anderson Cooper's always funny. Love Anderson Cooper. Um, My grandmother oh. loved Anderson Cooper, too. <laughs> Does she Fun really? fact. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people are liking Steve Kornacki. He's on MSNBC. MSNBC? Uh, yeah. And he's too disheveled for me. He makes me <laughs> nervous. Like, my dad tried to turn that, like, when CNN went on commercial, my dad would turn on the other one. And I'm just like, he is making me feel anxious. He just seemed like he didn't have it together, which maybe gotcha. that's the charm and appeal people find. But I'm already on level 10. I don't need to watch somebody else look frantic. Yeah, that's a weird thing where, like, people are like, oh, he's, like, a real person. But, it, but I kind of want people to be able to be somewhat, like, put together. And that's... Mm -hmm. 
you can be a real person and like know what you're talking about and not come across like you're unsure of what's what's gonna happen. Yeah, he stresses me out. So yeah. <laughs> and then of course Don Lemon's always mm-hmm. a dapper and put together, but it's just funny that we've all been watching CNN so much that we're like, wait, is is he cute? Am I yeah. attractive? What's going person? on here? <laughs> Um, wow, so I actually just got a message from Anna while we're recording this that Pennsylvania is confirmed blue. It's over. I mean, there'll be, oh, so this it's is. over. It's it's legit done, apparently. Oh my god, it's like right in my face, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, no, this is still the wrong website. Okay, now I'm on the right website. I mean, oh. according to the Associated Press, the race is called, votes are, I'm sure there'll be recounts and yes. tons of things still that we have to deal with, but... It's over. Where were you? Where were you when the election was called? Talking to Alexis oh. on our podcast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. But speaking of the Associated Press, they called Arizona for him. Election A little early. Ten percent <laughs> of the vote in. That was weird. yeah. Well, they did that. What's funny is they did that with like California, Oregon, and Washington. Like legit, the moment that like their polls closed, it was like blue. Which, you know, fair enough for those states, yes. but still, it's like, you can, <laughs> we're going to wait for all these other states anyway. Yes, which I think when we'll talk about the Electoral College, all of this is super problematic and mm-hmm. great. But, oh my gosh, that's crazy. Kamala Harris is going to be the first female and first black slash Indian vice president. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm clapping. Claps. I like, I'm like <laughs> trying, like I don't want to oh, yeah, sorry to freak explain. out. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, okay, yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, well, well, you know, well, I don't know if we want to put that out. We didn't. <laughs> um, I was going to say, I'm trying not to, like, freak out because I just still don't want to get my hopes up that, like, just something yeah. horrible could happen or, like, you know. Because the margins were so close. Yeah. I've learned that. Like, if they're, if it's less than 1%. Yep, recount. Cars, yep, recount. But in states like Georgia... If it's less than five, a 0.5%. <clears throat> so if it is 1% places like Georgia, then you don't need to have a recount. Right. All these states have very weird laws. Well, it's all different by state is what's so, like, weird, too. And why, like, these results all come in differently and, like, it's just a mess. Yeah, and, like, the state, Michigan doesn't um, count mail-in ballots until after they've counted all of the other ones and it's mm-hmm. like these weird laws whereas other people were allowed to count them before election night because obviously it's a pandemic and people didn't want to go stand in lines right so it's just all these very weird laws um yeah. that don't make a ton of sense and that they were fighting and it's like you're obviously clearly trying to disrupt the process i won't even say like steal the election but just make the process seem wrong Mm -hmm. so it just causes doubt and stuff and it's just very blatant that's been the strategy yeah it's just sad yeah and i'm surprised that um a lot of like news anchors and maybe this is like a really big accusation but he's doing things that dictators do and i'm just Mm -hmm. surprised that no one connected the dots or called the parallel on air i I think maybe when he's no longer the president (laughs) um, that'll come out i I just think like you can't really be like a news anchor and and say that on TV. But but it's, it's true though. I I no listen I agree. <laughs> but, like 
on the, I don't know. I mean, I get it. That's why I'm like, I'm sure that's why they didn't. But it just surprises me that he has like this horde of followers who literally do whatever he says, mm-hmm. even though it makes no sense. They're waiting for his commands. I've seen plenty of videos about like civil war and we're standing by and standing back and like people I know, I don't want to like put people's business out there, but like a lot of organizations that um, are involved in my community have sent out emails just saying like, they've heard like credible threats, Yeah, you know, just be careful where you go. Don't go alone. Um, and just being careful. And it's like, why, why this during an election? This is the first election I've been a part of that people are protesting before the results are even made. Right. Like, it's that's scary. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like, I know uh, four years ago, people were protesting during his inauguration, but nobody got outside and was like, oh, man, he didn't win. That's not true. Yeah. We were all at home like, oh. Very sad. Yeah. We were like, okay, that sucks. But we weren't outside like three count. Yeah, I don't think there was any threat of violence at any other point that I know of. And definitely not on this scale. Even if there were people that felt that way, like it wasn't an organized thing that like his followers are being antagonistic and like claiming that it's all cheating, which back to the meme stuff, I saw a meme that was like, the Dem- how the Democrats rigged the election in quotation marks. And it's like, hey, if we rig this thing, let's make it really close. Yeah, great idea. Should we do anything about the Senate? Nah. <laughs> Jake Tapper said that too. And I was like, he makes such a good point. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Because that would be the first. And someone else said if we rigged it, the first people to go would have been Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham. Right. Straight up like, would not have won. Not at all. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're real great at rigging elections. Yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna put myself in there, but right. they're real great. Um, anyway, yeah, crazy. I'll I'll do the last bit of pop culture news real quick, yes. which is kind of gonna be convoluted, but I'll try to explain it. So, yes. it was all on the same morning. What was this? Was it Thursday or Friday? Um, I think it was Friday. Friday. So, um, like I wake up and I'm starting to check my phone, and I think this was when like Georgia and Pennsylvania were starting to like go in favor of Biden by a bigger margin. And I'm just like scrolling through posts on Instagram and through like an Instagram post, I learned quite a bit of news all at once. So I, there's that show supernatural and I don't watch supernatural, but apparently from what I had to look up to understand what I was reading, the series finale, there was like a um, gay couple between like one of the main characters and someone else and it was never, like, confirmed. But in the finale, the moment that they confirm it, like, the, the one guy, like, confesses his love to the other, like, that happens. There is no, like, return of that. It's, like, unrequited. And this character, I guess spoilers for the show, but whatever, <laughs> this character, like, for being gay, dies. And I, I don't watch it, so I don't know. But, like, from reading Tumblr posts about it, he, like, gets sent to a special, like, super level of hell because he's gay. So the show was like, we'll be both gay and homophobic. Right. <laughs> like, we're going to play into this this fan theory and then double down on why it's a terrible, like, yeah. crazy, crazy, crazy. So, so that's just background, because I read, like, a whole post about how this couple is canon, and I had to learn through a post that this is a thing going on, that Putin is stepping down, apparently. <laughs> And I was like, wait, what am I reading? So I was just bombarded with like, uh, something with supernatural. (laughs) Yeah. 
And like, that was the general vibe of all these posts I started reading after that point. That was like, I have to stop learning my news from Tumblr of like, uh, fan fiction <laughs> confirmations. Like I can't keep understanding world news from these posts. And that's just how the internet is these days. But now, yeah. Putin might not be stepping down. I, I don't know, but it yeah, was a I whirlwind. Kinda, yeah, like I said, you texted me about it, and I was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> <laughs> like I was just like, "I hope I sounded exhausted through the text." You definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What is going on?" But yeah, I don't know. Once America is past this weird, took us five days to figure out the person who got four million more votes. Won, mm-hmm. um, Ugh. Uh, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll hear more about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I don't even think that the news can talk about anything other than an election right now. So they'd be taken off the air. Yes. Oh my gosh. Just the live updates, though. Six mm. minutes ago, these are the presidents who have lost re-election. Like, why is CNN going so hard? Why is that important? <laughs> yeah. I I can appreciate that people are trying to, like, find anything to talk about when they're on 24-7 and everyone's watching. Yes. I I think it's like a sleepover. I'd be having fun. Oh, yeah. You're kind of delirious, yet you're under lights and camera and everyone's watching you. And, you know, now we have, like, Twitter and people are reacting to literally everything you say every three seconds. Yeah. I don't – I think it would be frightening, but also, like – Let's do this. Like, this is my night. Like, have fun the with it. I know who Wolf Blitzer is is because of elections. Like, yeah, <laughs> honestly, to have election night six nights in a row. <laughs> He's having a party. <laughs> oh my goodness. <clears throat> oh man, I just was really happy. Then I just got so scared. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> That's how it is these days. <laughs> oh my goodness, that was such a weird shift in my body. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel the. I felt it through the wavelength. Yes. <laughs> okay, so you're gonna teach me and people about the electoral college. Yes. So I will start. I don't even know where to start. It's so much. Yeah. Um. So basically, the electoral college is how America uses its democracy to elect a president, as we've been, you know, witnessing. You need 270 to win. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, where are we getting these numbers from? <clears throat> So basically, all of this is um, based on states' populations, which is why we fill out the census, people, because it affects things like this, (laughs) (laughs) which affects House of Representatives, how many you get by state, how many senators, well, you only get two per state, but still, Mm. it affects all of that. Um, So fill that out, because it literally matters, as much as people have told you it matters, like, here's a real example of, like, how many electoral votes get based on your state's population yeah totally and the only reason this is going you know we have this weird system is because of my favorite topic and i'm sure every white person's favorite topic slavery you know Mm, yeah (laughs) i won't say that sorry no i'm with you (laughs) (laughs) um so back in the day you know the 13 colonies were like how are we gonna vote for our president and um only white men who owned land and were wealthy mm-hmm. enough could vote. But it makes total sense. This, yeah, total sense. It doesn't. Um, the South <laughs> has this weird problem of having all of these enslaved people who were there like, why doesn't that count towards our population? It's like, well, I mean, they can't vote, so why would we count that towards your population? So then they came up with the three-fifths compromise. 
mm-hmm. okay. which says that enslaved people only count for three-fifths of a person, and that would boost the South's population. Which is such so, a again, crazy, absurd, and demeaning, like, horrible, like, what, how, yeah. and not even, I mean, like, at what point were they, like, we'll meet and talk about this and be like, you know what, three-fifths feels about right for a human being, so we'll just go with that. There's not, like, to be honest, I haven't been able to find a lot of information on the conversation mm-hmm. that came to three-fifths. Like, I don't know how they came up with that number, and I don't know if maybe yeah. it's just, like, people don't want to think about how they came up with that number. Well, and, you know, um, to be very clear, that's not the most depressing thing to be upset about, but I am kind of like, why no. three-fifths? <laughs> like, I No, I totally agree. I was just going to say, like, to the originalists and people who said to my face that the Constitution is important yeah. and we need to hold it up, is like, you realize that on the front page of that, my ancestors and me were not considered a whole person? Right. Just sit here in my face and argue with me about it. Ridiculous. But it goes to the whole... Person. Yeah, well, and it goes to, like, <laughs> people can be friends with different political beliefs, and it's like, not if you don't think that you're a person, <laughs> or, like, that you deserve rights, which people who say the Constitution is, like, what we should live by, it's like, okay, then women get nothing, like, only white people get anything, and only white men, and it's just, yeah. We don't need to go on and on about it, but it's a horrible system. But, yeah, so... Three-fifths compromise, um, and that's how they came to the conclusion of, like, that'll, that's how they'll get, um, how they'll count their state population. So because of that, then they're, like, calculate the population, that's how many representatives you get, that's how many Senate seats you get, and that is technically why the Electoral College exists, because of population issues. The South felt like it wouldn't be fair, and the North would always win every single election due to just sheer population. But they also acknowledge that the fittest way, and this is a quote from all of the YouTube (laughs) videos and history channel articles I've read about this, the fittest way for the people to select the president is just based on sheer popularity, like one vote, one count. You know, that is the most uh, fair in the way that makes sense, but they still have this weird electoral college due to slavery. Right. Fast forward, um, realize, or I don't even know if you you realize it's the right way to say it, but the first four out of five presidents were from Virginia, a southern state who had slaves. Mm -hmm. So the South was afraid of, like, not being in power when in reality this was a way for them to kind of have an advantage. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, and the reason why it still exists is because every however many years, they still were like, well, it's not fair. We don't have as many eligible voters in our states, so need this in order for the election to be fair but really the electoral college only really benefits one party at a time and then we could also get into this reason why we only have a two-party system which really doesn't make any sense but long story short it really doesn't benefit anyone and it's a weird way to elect the president and in the last 20 years two presidents have been elected who lost the popular vote and in this uh case you know joe biden has received the most votes out of any president in history mm-hmm. um and but he still and there still was a question of whether he would be the president which doesn't uh, make yeah sense. exactly what i was thinking like absurd yes and it kind of also i don't want to whatever i don't care it is a little bit racist because, mm-hmm. <laughs> because you kind of have again this two-party system which kind of pins people against each other just by default. Yep. So you have people in California, and obviously California has like the, the most populous state, right? I believe Our so, yeah. Um, I think so. 
know? Yeah, I think they are. And you compare it to a state like Wyoming, who has, like, no people. <laughs> Essentially, a person in Wyoming's vote is worth more than a person in California. Or, like, in this election, literally, a, per- a person's vote in Michigan and Pennsylvania and Georgia, <laughs> their yeah. vote means more than a person in California, more than a person in New York, more than a person in, you know, it, it doesn't allow people's voices to be weighed evenly right so it really is a system that we should get rid of and i know it's very hard to ratify our constitution because people think it's great <laughs> so <laughs> we'd start the whole thing, thing over do, yeah what i said we need to start the whole oh, thing yes. over <laughs> yes personally yeah <laughs> i'm i'm pro we should have a reorg meeting i'll be there with snacks uh, like we'll make fun know, like, it'll be fun yeah We'll do icebreakers. Yeah, like we could just get together and, <laughs> and talk about it. Um, but what was I going to say? Sorry. There also is this. No, you're fine. There also is um, a law or like an agreement each state could make to give all of their electoral votes to the person who wins the popular vote. And then we hmm. could keep their precious electoral college, but it would also reflect the votes of the people. And I, I like that. that would be the most productive way. Yeah, I think so. Because um, yeah. I've been asked before, like, if we should abolish electoral college. And I was like, I don't know if I know enough about it to say that. But like, yeah, I think so from what I do know. And if not, like, at least heavily reform it, which it sounds like that would be kind of the middle ground of like, okay, we're not totally getting rid of it. But now we are basing the votes on the popular vote, which makes more sense to me anyway. Yes. And I think about... Sorry if you heard that. About, I don't remember the stat, but basically we'd need five more states to kind of have this agreement because there are a handful of states that already would do this if there was enough um, other participation within the 50 states. So So we're moving towards that probably. Yeah. If five or six more states would agree to this, then we wouldn't have this issue of it taking seven days to figure out who the president is when and four million more Americans voted for one person than the other. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah. And I also kind of want to speak on the fact and get your opinion on everyone on the internet. Okay. <laughs> I'm not talking to anyone in public. <laughs> uh, is kind of upset about how close, you know, it is after all the atrocities that the current president um, committed. Yep. All, after all of his lies. But I do just want to say a point of, like, uh, hope. It's just like, just see that you're not, they're not the majority of the people that you have to deal with. Like, the majority of the country understands empathy and, you know, caring about other people. So don't, I I know it's hurtful to see Mm -hmm. that like 55% of white women voted for Donald Trump and that, you know, I don't know, 8% of black women did, even though that's not really hurtful because it's like 92. (laughs) But anyway, um, (laughs) just that, just that these, (laughs) these people, uh, voted against you and your humanity and your rights, but just mm-hmm. know they're not the majority. Um, yeah. And that's on them, and it's not a reflection of anything you're doing or your importance or your value. You do matter. Definitely. And I just want people to know that, because I know a lot of people were upset, and I was just like, don't be upset. Like It is upsetting, but just know that they don't control you and their opinions of you do not negate your power in any way 
Yes, I appreciate you saying that for sure. I think um, that's how I was feeling a lot through this week too, was like, it's scary that even though it looks like the result, <clears throat> excuse me, is going to turn out the way I want. It's like, still scary that it's so close and like half the country is still voting for Trump. Um, but I think you're right. Like the movements that are happening are much more in favor of um, like empathy and, and rights uh, for all people, no matter what. Um, I think, you know, there's still a lot we have to work on. And that kind of transitions to like, even with Biden winning, like we still have, will have a lot of work to do and like continue to um, try to change things for the better. And so there's still a lot of hope. And actually, I, I forgot to talk about this up top, but um, we could do a quick insert on like, there was a lot of good things that came out from election week of um, a lot of like first time openly trans um, senators, first, a lot of first um, LGBTQ senators and, and representatives. Um, so tons of good news still. And like there's other interesting things like Oregon is taking steps against the war on drugs by decriminalizing possession of all drugs, which it's meant to just get people out of jail and get them the help they actually need. So love seeing that. So there's a lot of good things, despite the country still being a mess in a lot of ways. Yes. In a way, like I was talking to some people about that, in a way to kind of understand decriminalization from my very, very uh, basic brain, mm-hmm. is kind of like you wouldn't go to jail for not having your seatbelt on. Right, yeah. Like it's still against the law. It's just not the, you're not going to go to prison for it. Yeah, it doesn't. My understanding. Exactly. It doesn't feed into the prison system or people's addictions. It's like you get a fine, you get um, directed towards like rehabilitation and help. It's like you're not going to jail and it still is illegal to like sell it and like um, distribute. Like it's it's just possession. So people who are addicted and are caught like with drugs aren't going to have as steep of consequences because they need help. Um, And it also doesn't would be the ones who are selling it. Right. And it also wouldn't be it's not like now everyone you know even in states that are starting to legalize weed. It's not like, oh, now everyone's going to be out smoking weed. It's like some people might try it, but not everyone is going to just start doing drugs all the time. Like that's yeah. Not like things are going um like down the toilet. I didn't know how else to say. It. Like it's not like things are getting yeah. worse <laughs> because like some drugs are legalized are being legalized. Yes. And like, and next to my apartment in California, I live next to a dispensary and I didn't see a thousand people, you know, in and out. Like it's, it's very much. Yeah. It do, I think a weird thing is like you were just saying, people think as soon as it's legal, everyone's just going to be high all the time. Like we don't have full-time jobs. <laughs> <laughs> right, like, right. Society's just gonna stop functioning, and it's like people were already doing it. It was just criminalized, and people would be put in jail for very minor things. And now we're just making, you know, we're making money off of it. I don't know. I it makes sense to me. I'm not gonna. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the war on drugs is a whole topic. Maybe we will make sense of because I'd be interested in doing the research and taking that one on and talking yeah. about like how under Reagan, like drugs were planted in poorer and black neighborhoods and like the whole idea of populating prison systems with drug charges it's a whole thing so we probably will get into that at some point yes and yeah Um, but yeah a lot of great things uh, came out of it my maybe 
favorite thing that happened was Mississippi voted to change their flag. Yes, yeah. Uh, their state flag. And it's just little things like that mean a lot to a lot of people. And, you know, a lot of people be like, oh, who cares? But it's just those little symbols that you have to constantly look at that remind you you're not important and stuff. And so for that, for mm-hmm. the people of Mississippi to kind of stand up and say, like, we don't need this anymore, I think that was very nice. I think um, so. Um, did you say Florida, uh, talk about Florida and the $15 minimum wage? Uh, no, but yeah, I saw that one. I was raised. Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I could find a post because I know there's others. I know a lot of it is representation um, yeah. of just different people in the Senate and House that um, it's like first time for a lot of states to have um, people of color or, or um, gay people or whatever. So all good yeah. things. Not whatever, like dismissive. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you meant. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was, it was exciting to see. And um, yeah, I'm still stuck on, we got our first black and first South Asian vice president. I know. It's crazy. Big shout out. Um, okay, wait, I had, I had questions, not questions, but like more to the electoral college stuff and voting in general stuff. Okay. Um, well, first thing is really more voter suppression and because you reminded me about Mississippi and the fact that like, there are these Southern states that have large populations of black people, but always come up red and that people for whatever reason don't seem to question that it's like the combination of voter suppression and the electoral college means that even if like an entire community in that state tries to vote a certain way, it's still going to end up as a red state. Um, And so there's been tons of voter suppression this year, especially at like every year, but it's been talked about more maybe where it's like Mm -hmm. the way people try to get to polls is limited. And like some States, the way they did their absentee ballots and um, just different ways. I mean, gerrymandering, we haven't talked about really, but like there's so many ways to control the election, which is why, like, you would think just people voting and just doing that popular vote, because even that, it's like, that lead might be even more if more people voted or had the ability to vote or just didn't have to deal with all the, um, like, red tape around the election process. Yeah. And I think also a lot of it is... um, I don't know what I was going to say, but I know I I haven't heard a lot about it as far as like Georgia goes, but I know in Texas they were removing ballot boxes Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, making it hard, you know, for people to vote or in California, they were putting out fake ballot boxes and it, I don't know. It's just so interesting Yeah. um, that it still continues like poll taxes, like you have to pay off fines in order to be able to vote or um, yeah, it just goes back to kind of like uh, Jim Crow days and these Jim Crow laws that are kind of still in in, um, action because I think they started to repeal um, and again, I don't know much about this so I probably shouldn't speak on it, but they started to repeal parts of the 1965 Voting Act. Oh. Really? Yeah, I think it was 1965. Yeah, so like a lot of that progress that was made, they've like slowly chipped at it as well. Um, but yeah, you make a good point that I'm sure oh, the black population or even minority population mm-hmm. in a lot of these states is um, number one. I don't know how to say that. 
Majority of the population is <laughs> They're minority. number one. <laughs> they are number one. Uh, I've been in America too long. Yeah. Listening to Donald Trump talk. Um, <laughs> um, okay, electoral college stuff too. Not really a question, but like that's the whole electoral college is why it's like we have these specific swing states all the time. And right, and like that's why, like, when you look at all the advertising and like where presidential candidates spend most of the time campaigning it's like the same like five states every time because like those are the ones that can swing in the favor of a president because it, again like like california is a huge population but it also pretty much always goes blue but so then those like the votes don't it's not like you have biden like going through california and really i feel i mean maybe i'm speaking out of turn but like I feel like he isn't spending time there, like talking about what he will do for people who have yeah, concerns in that state, you know, because he's like, well, that's blue. They like me. It's fine. Yeah, I don't think Biden visited. I know for a fact Hillary Clinton didn't visit California. OK. Um, but to your point, the swing states, I in my research, oh, I feel so smart. Um, Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> the swing states change. It hasn't always been like just in these last few elections, it's been Michigan, Pennsylvania and Wisconsin and like Florida. Mm -hmm. But it typically kind of does change based again on the population of the state. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. So like now the fact that Arizona is being called into question is new because typically it's always red. But now that more people are kind of um, reaching out and more progressives are there and more um, minorities are there and, you know, being engaged in the process yeah which is also a big thing i don't want to blame people for not being engaged in the process but i think a lot of candidates um started to speak to real people just like donald trump spoke to the quote-unquote working class yeah yeah right (laughs) i think these (laughs) these progressives started to really speak to people you know and listen to them and I think now, especially with this election, they have to now be held accountable to do something for them because um, I was talking and someone was saying, like, um, the moderates are kind of mad at the progressives and Bernie Sanders of the bunches because it scared a lot of people away from voting for them. But if you notice, the progressives are the ones who really got people out to vote. Yeah. The people who who teeter-totter on this line of, like, well, I don't really believe in all of that, so I'm going to stay over here and kind of speak out about it. It was really these people who were like, we hear you, we see you, and now you, this is the result of the election because of those people who really were like, your, vo- your voice matters, not just like, we, we need you to vote for us, but we're not going to do anything about your actual issues. So I don't know what I was talking about. But, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I get you. Yeah. <laughs> And that was kind of like my, my, my like dumb question because I, I haven't really done the research was going to be if like the number of electoral votes change and like how often that changes. And you kind of answer that because it's all based on like the population. And so it, it can change over time and with, but like, okay, this is my super, like, I don't know how the electoral college works. So it's literally like a group. Okay. How do I word this? Georgia right now was red and went to blue and I'm looking at like the vote count coming in and I'm like, okay, they're going blue. But if the electoral college is made up of electors by state, which is like actual people. See, no, 
I used to think it was people. I used to think it was the five people in or six people in Nevada would go in the room and be like, this is who we want to be. But I think it does depend on the popular vote of the state. Well, that's why I'm, I was like, because I was like, okay, it can't really just be people. Like, I used to think that too. But like in this election, I'm like, I know it's not just like there's a person that's like, I'm going to vote Trump either way. And that decides the state. But it's it, it is explained weird. Amount. It's based on the amount of people in the House and the Senate. Mm-hmm. So, like, for instance, uh, Michigan's worth, what, 16? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Pennsylvania's worth 20, I think. Well, we know that for a fact. Pennsylvania's worth 20. So they have two Senate seats, and that means that they have 18 people in the House of Representatives. Okay. So those are the electors, but they're not the people making the choice. Those are just the amount of votes. That the okay. state is assigned based on the population. No, it makes total sense. I was I was like, let me ask the dumb question. But basically, it's just like no, that's the popular vote too. by state will decide it either way. But it's just the number of votes, elect, the electoral college votes that that is worth is different. Yes. So, um, and that's the weird thing. So California has so many people. If you were to make it even, whoever won California would always win. Well, right. yeah, maybe not, because I don't know how much. But you know what I mean? Like, they would always have the majority of the votes. And they do have a large number of electoral college votes. But really, if you were to break down the population of California and the population of Michigan and see how many votes each electoral vote is worth or represented by, if that makes sense, yeah, it wouldn't be evenly weighed out. So that's why a Michigan vote has more weight than a California vote. That, gotcha. That doesn't make sense to you. No, no, it does, it does, it does. I was thinking through it. I was like, yes, that checks out. I need to do the research, so, too. So, <laughs> yeah, hopefully I'm explaining it. Yeah, look it up. It's, once you look it up and you're like, oh, okay, that's super dumb that they do it that way. But it's like, okay, I, I get I get it, I guess. But it is super dumb. Um, and that's why it doesn't make any sense. It's like it gives people in these rural places where 30 people live in the town more importance and more weight in the cal- in the um, election than the people who live in a more populous state. Right. Because most of the country is technically red. Yeah. But Which is kind of scary. Yeah. I always am scared looking at I'm like there's so much red on this map, but like I know that the certain states will pull through. Yeah. But again, it's not that many, like how many people live Well, yeah. It's like Montana. It's like, it's just a big piece of land. (laughs) Right. And like how many people live in Alaska? It just makes you feel like, and then also it's very stark because it's just the whole state goes red. But that doesn't mean that everyone in Montana is a Republican or feels that way. It's just the majority of the people in that state feel that way. So it is kind of, so maybe I seen a, a post that said maybe we should, have the states be like purple and kind of do different shades i'm like no way it's time for that yeah but anyway it's <laughs> we don't need the color we don't need more of that <laughs> yeah <laughs> then the people colorblind be like i can't read this <laughs> it's all the same color <laughs> um but yeah it's all very it's like programmed to be divisive 100 um and it's programmed for like everything always benefit from it things being divisive it's means Yes, means that the people will be the like elite people uh, in the country can always benefit if like everything else is being argued by the yeah. 
lower class. Yeah, but I will say that uh, Tommy Lauren, she always kept saying, like, we're the silent majority. And it's like, technically, you're not the majority. You're the minority. Um, <laughs> right. No, it's like minority rule. I mean. Yes. And I think that's why a lot of people are upset. And maybe that's probably why the Electoral College might not ever be abolished now that it, the country is more diverse than ever. Yeah. Um, but it just seems like we need to get on. I just, I'm confused on why somebody would vote for Trump, but I've been told that, you know, a lot of people had a lot to lose on both sides. I don't no. understand what anyone mm. voted for Trump had to lose. Um, I will tell a funny story. The person who delivered our pizza told my boyfriend that he, w he was excited. He voted for Trump, and he was like, if it wasn't for Trump, we would have lost our farm. And I just looked at him, and I was like, why are you even talking to him? Like, tell him, <laughs> tell him to leave. <laughs> right. And then I sat down, and I'm like, eat my pizza. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, so he has a whole farm, but he delivers pizza? <laughs> and then, we need more answers from and this then man. Was just, right, I was just like, what? Like, you sitting up here telling a black man that you voted for Trump, which I think is very aggressive. I think that's a, an aggression, not even a microaggression, an aggression. Yeah. Um, and then, but you're delivering our pizza, so. So we want the pizza, please leave. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Move along, you get no tip. Yeah. <laughs> Did you keep not tip him? <laughs> uh, he probably tipped. I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> We're not those people. I tip. We're millennials. We tip everybody excessively. Am, yeah, I, I am also that person, though, who believes that if we lived in a society that made sense, restaurants would pay their workers a living wage so that the people eating the food didn't have to pay that. Yeah. Like that is another conversation um, and maybe not a popular opinion. I yeah no I, i'm with, i'm with you sorry i'm also I, like yeah it's not <laughs> <laughs> no i just think like there's no reason why they should be making two dollars an hour no totally and then be like well, you should but you need to pay me like no the restaurant needs to pay me. no sorry i am with you i neither here nor there. i looked up tommy lauren and her past three tweets have angered me but i that was what i was reading and distracted <laughs> Wait, i get it I am with you on the fact that, like, if these people were paid more, the tipping system would not be as big of a deal. And, like, it's mostly in America that, like, tipping is such a big conversation thing. So, yes, I'm with you. Sorry. The, it's just, like, I don't like the whole the fight is not over. <laughs> we'll keep fighting. Yeah, it is over. And, like, the, the I don't know, get this shot at, like, unlike the left, we, want, we will fight this in court, not by looting Walmart. And it's like, okay, listen. Yeah, yeah, your people have been very violent as well. I just want her to say it to my face. Ooh, I wish she would. <laughs> just say it to my face. Yeah. <laughs> and there's there's not a violent undertone in that. There's just a request for her to say it to my face because I know she will not. <laughs> no. That is that. Um, she's only 28. Ugh. And she lives in South Dakota. Well, there you go. I didn't know people lived in South Dakota. I never knew she... I Well, I try not to know a lot about her. <laughs> I don't either. I'm just... I just looked up her tweets and then, you know, it yeah. gives people a rundown. Well, thank you, Twitter. Um, any other Electoral College thoughts? Or should we go to recommendations? Um, I just want to reiterate that mm -hmm. I don't think it makes Agreed. It shouldn't have taken this long to figure out the person that won the election. 
had four million more votes than everyone else, but that's neither here nor there. Yep. Also, Nevada's never going to give us their count because their count doesn't matter at this point. And because it's, it was Kanye. And I'm tired of them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm tired of them. And, yeah, I mean, do you want to talk? We don't have to, but do you want to talk about this weird thing that they're acting like the election was stolen? Yeah, we, we can talk about it more. Legally? Um, I just, I don't... Well, my, so from what I've kind of read, skimmed, I guess, to be fair, it's like, most of the claims that have been going to court are, like, pretty legally baseless. So I don't think all of these suits are really going to follow through. Um, there's, like, the whole idea that these votes coming in late is suspicious, is absurd, because, like, you even said, like, some states couldn't count absentee uh, ballots until after election night. So, like, and those lean more Biden. So, of course, like, after the election night, you're going to start seeing the um, results tick up. Um, I've heard that Republicans, like, limited when certain states could open mail-in ballots. Um, And this is is like a conspiracy theory, kind of, but, like, it makes sense to me. That, like, by limiting when certain ballots were counted, um, they thought that they would lose. So they were trying to make it look like votes were coming in late that shouldn't count and, like, cause that divisiveness to, like, be like, look, the election's stolen, it's horrible fraud, the Democrats are doing this. Um, Because it it makes sense that if you're counting your mail-in ballots later than election night, those are going to lean Biden and start giving him the numbers in his favor. Yeah, it made perfect sense because Trump was like, don't vote by mail. Right. And everyone else was like, it's a pandemic. And all the Trump supporters were like, it's not a pandemic. And they want to go stand in person. And everyone else was like, nah, I'm good. So it makes perfect sense. And for him to be like, I was winning and then I wasn't. Like, that's what happens when things count. Like, it just, it's just weird of him to be like, I don't understand why I'm not winning anymore. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, what is the problem that you're not seeing here? And he also didn't win, like... Michigan was, he won by like 10,000 votes. Pennsylvania, he won by like 30,000. So this isn't new to him. He also didn't, there were these very small margins. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, it was, it was the same thing. It's weird. Yeah. So it's weird of him to be like, oh my God, we, this is fake. Hillary Clinton wasn't like, oh my God, this is fake. She was just like, okay, y'all don't want me, that's fine. So (laughs) yeah, and moved on. (laughs) But yeah, I think it's absurd that like. Obviously, recounts are going to happen, especially, like you said, the margin's close. Like, you need to do the recount because it's so close. Yeah. I totally get it. Um, it's, I think it's crazy to think that, like, people are trying to fake it because my thing with that always is, like, you're probably going to get caught. Like, I've never really understood, like, a news story will come out about someone who was committing fraud all these years, and it's like, how did you not think that you were going to get caught at some point? So the idea that people would be falsifying the election and expect not to get caught to me is like ridiculous to even even think but i know crazy things have happened and people will do that in the world so whatever but yeah i'm i'm just i can't wait for hopefully things to kind of be like proven that it's all legit and things to settle i'm kind of not gonna get my hopes up until inauguration day that like like even now i just refreshed and nevada did actually lock in blue so they're calling that one. Yeah. 
Nevada's locked in. Who, who are you? Are you an AP? Yeah, I'm, I literally am just on like Google's AP um, page. Okay. AP. They're a little so quick. I read about why, <laughs> yeah, I read about why CNN and them are all different this year. And it had something to do with the 2016 election mm. and whatever system they were using. So it, I think CNN, from what I understood, stayed with that same system in 2016. And AP moved to a different one. But AP is throwing out some numbers. Yeah, I mean, totally I'm, fair to, like, double-check that. I'm on the side that. of caution because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, you know, you know, you can't, you can't be too eager, which I appreciate um, Joe Biden and Kamala not being like, we won, just like Trump, middle of the night, was like, I won. It's, it's over, I won. Nobody even thinks you, nobody thinks you. No. Like, I had to. Ten votes in. I won. <laughs> I had to uh, agree with a Ben Shapiro tweet because of Trump. Because he, Ben Shapiro was like, Trump has not won this election. And it's like, I'm paraphrasing, he was basically like, it's absurd to say that he has. And I'm like, why, why am I agreeing with Ben Shapiro now? <laughs> I know. <Ew>. Yeah. <laughs> really, really gross me out. I don't know, man. Yeah. Um, but yes, we don't have to keep talking about this. Should we move to recommendations? I'm, the editing on this one's going to be a little wacky because I'm having weird connection issues. So sorry to, to listeners if things sound choppy or weird or, you know, hopefully we can still get the episode out. But I think, I think it'll be okay. So, Alexis, do you have some good recommendations? Um, so I just have one, and it's John Mulaney. He's just been bringing me joy. I've been watching old interviews with him and Seth Meyers, and they're just funny. And yes. Love John Mulaney. I like him. And as, yeah. And my dad was like, because he was just on SNL, which is why he's in the front of my mind. And uh, my dad was like, this is your type of humor. And I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, he was almost kind of like shaming me. But he's like, no, no, it's fine. It's just your type of humor. And so if you guys watch that episode of SNL, it's just, I think my type of humor is like observational. Yeah. In a way that calls out the absurdity things you wouldn't think about like he did a skit which i thought was really funny on the alfred hitchcock film the birds mm-hmm. yes and he was just like the question was like alfred never explained what the birds wanted like what was their motive <laughs> and it's just like such a dumb thing to think about but it's true like what were what what did they want what were they trying yeah, what to were they doing they were just yeah what was their point but anyway, that like stuff, silly stuff like that is funny to me. So anyway, John yes. Mulaney's great. My favorite comedian, I think, is John Mulaney. Oh. I'd, I'd have to say, he, he definitely kept, my he humor. He reminds me of you. Thank like, you. That's yeah. so nice. Like, definitely my kind of humor. Yeah. Love that. Love him in interviews. Um, he's got the two, the Netflix stand-up specials are both really good, and then his show, The Sack Lunch Bunch, I thought was also really good. It's like different from stand-up, but really good. Yeah, I only seen a little bit of it do you, you recommend i do yeah yeah okay i'll have to watch it yeah it's good stuff anything with john mulaney he, he is very likable i would say yeah he's i just hope he's not like this closeted like hateful person like, yeah i just need him to be great same he's on my list of like if something bad came out about him i would be like oh no not not john not mulaney no i i'm running out of people to root for <laughs> right exactly <laughs> 
Okay, yeah. Um, Love John Mulaney. Always a good recommendation. I recently was showing Anna John Mulaney stuff because she doesn't really know him. Yeah. Um, also, this isn't on the list, but I finished Castlevania. You watched it. I did. I All three seasons? All three seasons. Oh my gosh, you liked it. Wow. I did, yeah. I'm. That was probably like my first like anime. Is it anime? Anime inspired, but not. Anime inspired. Yeah. Um, but it was funny. I liked the story. Some parts were unnecessary, but <laughs> I think they uh, con- they like um, contributed. That's not the word I'm looking for, but they contributed to the story, so it didn't seem like super like why did that happen? But, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't... I felt, I felt like it didn't take away from the story. It might have taken me out of the cartoon for five minutes, but it didn't take away from the story. Okay, yeah. I feel like it was a device to move on the story, so... Yeah, I think there's not too much that's, like, gratuitous, where, like you were saying, like, I think for the most part, things that are included ha- serve a purpose. Because um, there is a lot of, like, gore and, like, violence. That's yeah <laughs> that's the that's what got you hooked <laughs> yeah yeah i think um season three feels like it's setting up for season four like i feel like season one was like a test and then season two i, I really liked probably my favorite and then season three is a little slower but it sets up some cool stuff and like characters are kind of split out on their own journeys but i'm sure yeah. we'll come back together in season four and I, I think it has been confirmed for season four let me look that I up i think i've seen that I, I want to pose a question to you. Um, okay, yes. Maybe be a topic for another day. But I watch a lot of horror films, and I still do not understand the purpose of opening a portal to hell. I don't get what you would get out of that. I don't get what you would get out of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, what is that for? Do people think like that they will be granted powers and like be able to re- reign over the world like assuming that the devil will be like, yeah, go ahead for for making this portal happen. Like you get some power, but I wouldn't I trust just, the devil to do that. Right, and then also it just seems like something you can't control. Definitely like, not. Back to Jurassic Park. Like, what are you like? Yeah. What are you doing? People <laughs> are know. overly confident about that kind of stuff. They're like, yeah, I'm gonna open a portal to hell, and then I'm just gonna be able to control it. Like, no. Yeah. Stop it. Anyway, sorry. I think it's I think it's very <laughs> short-sighted. <laughs> yes. Um, I was going to say, Netflix did announce that it's renewed for a fourth season, which apparently is the final season with Warren Ellis' uh, involvement, which might be might mean that season five will not be as good if it gets to that point. But at least seasons one to four have all been, like, created and, like, written by Warren Ellis. Um, I'm glad you watched it and enjoyed um, okay, I don't have a lot of recommendations, because I also had John Mulaney on my list. Um, Look at us. Yeah, in sync. Great minds. Spe- <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Speaking of, like, anime type stuff, I've had multiple friends, like, uh, start watching more, like, legit anime series, and so maybe I'll do, like, a more, like, focused anime recommendation thing at some point, but um, one of them is watching Attack on Titan, which you also probably would like, because it's a very intriguing plot and there's a lot of gore and action and violence. Um, so you could check out attack on Titan. Um, but okay. that's like a, that's a good one I've used to get people into anime as long as they're okay with like violent stuff because there is anime that's like totally wholesome and everything. But, um, it's just a really plot heavy, like the, the 
there's like secrets throughout the series like it kind of starts and you don't really know what's happening and like you're slowly like learning people's motivations and the world that the characters are in and the final season's coming out i think in like a month um i think december 7th if i remember right um so that show it's a good starter anime um like i'll do other anime recommendations at some point um i'm very very proud of you I used to be ashamed of liking anime, and I'm starting to get better about talking about it, but I still watch my audience to see, like, I, like, obviously would not, if, like, someone at work once, we were, like, you know, in a team meeting, and someone was just talking about, like, Netflix shows, and, and then, for whatever reason, it, like, started going around the meeting of, like, oh, like, what's everyone watching these days while we're all quarantining at home and have time to, like, watch things? I was like, I don't want to answer this. So I, I think I brought up like, I think I brought up New Girl and yeah. Peaky Blinders because I think those felt safe. Yeah. But I, I really, the last few shows I had watched were anime and I'm like, well, I'm definitely not going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, only other recommendations. So I think I've talked about Julian Baker on a podcast. I don't remember. Did I say that she has another single and an album coming out? I, I might have. I think you were, yeah, you were saying it. Yes. Okay. Well, I just love Julian Baker, so I'll never stop talking about her. Um, and then Jid, J-I-D, he has been putting, like, freestyles and what seem like like extras on his YouTube channel of just, like, um, I don't know if it's leading up to an album or if it's just he has extra songs he's putting out, but it seems like he could be coming up on an album. And I, I think he, his, like, ability like his growth um over the past few years has gotten even better and so i'm like excited to see what he does next and he's part of um spillage village yeah did you see their tiny desk oh i did yeah we didn't talk about that but because you liked the album did you watch their tiny desk i did they didn't do any of the songs i really liked they did a couple i liked yeah Uh, i think they were in a church in atlanta and i know just from atlanta i think they were in the church i think they're all from atlanta yeah because I've been there before, and I'm like, why are they in a church? And I was like, I think that's a church. <laughs> oh, so they're, they're putting a statement DC. out, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Jid didn't have his shoes on for part of it, and then they, like, magically were on. So I'm like, whoever edited this. <laughs> Y'all didn't tell him. Yeah. yeah. Make sure he's got his shoes on. <laughs> right. I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> they just, like, popped on the next scene. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, it was good. I liked it. Definitely, yeah. Tiny Desk is another recommendation. I don't know if we talked about. Tiny Desk is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love, like, I found some artists on there, but um, it's just, so even artists you know and love, like, to see them in that Tiny Desk environment is super cool. I think that's all I got for recommendations. Cool. Well. What a great, great episode. <laughs> um, it is. We got some really good news. Yes. Um, Live results. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, now I can like stop overeating and get my life together. <laughs> Good. Everyone can start improving again. Yeah, I I don't have anything to blame for my distraction anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we'll still have to hear hear about it forever. Oh. Yeah. Um, okay. Well thank you everyone for listening. Thank you, Alexis, for joining me as always and teach me so many important things. Um, and I think that does it. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.